need wicks. Lots of wicks. <laughs> what? I'm making some candles here. <laughs> <laughs> Cinematic Rotastic. I'm Andrew. <laughs> Did you really do that? <laughs> With a straight face. <laughs> but it didn't work. Because you always go first. I was like, why don't I go first and just use your name? Yeah, I was, I was like, let's change it up. Let's let you go first. I'm Philip. <laughs> And we are Cinematic Protastic. Hit us up on Gmail, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Bob? Bob. Bob. <laughs> if you listen to our last episode, you'll know what that is. What that is. So, yeah, Cinematic Protastic at or at Cinematic Protastic at either one of those uh, social media uh, websites. Or your app, if you prefer that. If you're one of those hip <laughs> youngsters out there. <laughs> One of those millennials. <laughs> Wait, I think I'm one of them. <laughs> Anyways, we're here to talk about John Wick 3. Parabellum. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get some Italian in there. But Why? this one... Well, this one... Para, not Italian. <laughs> Latin. Sorry. <laughs> Parabellum is a Latin term. <laughs> I was like, where did the Italian come from? <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> I guess I... Parabellum. <laughs> Get me a pizza pie. <laughs> Anyways, I guess I'm just, I'm equating Latin with like, you know, like the Vatican's in Italy. I'm a popa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a popa. I'm going to take a poopa. <laughs> I couldn't resist. Ooh. So, uh, I think we're supposed to be talking about John Wick, but, uh, <laughs> yes. So we, this one's a little bit different. We went to see Shazam yes. and before going into the theater, the ticket taker informed us they were having issues with the projector mm-hmm. and it was for lack of a better term, it was hiccuping. Yeah. So it would play and then. The dialogue would, or the screen and everything would start kind of jittering mm-hmm. or hiccuping. And so you had dialogue that would stop and they'd be like, uh, 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 and then it would continue going. Uh, so they gave us the option to see the movie, get tickets for another movie later on, don't see the movie, get a refund and tickets to another movie or just get a refund. Yeah. And so we decided since at the time, uh, our, to our best knowledge, that was the last showing um, or one of the last showings of Shazam in Tulsa. And we really wanted to see it in theaters. And because they were willing to offer us these vouchers, um, we we went ahead and said, like, well, you know, we're out here. Let's, let's see if, if it's absolutely horrible. We'll walk out and and get a refund but you know what if it wasn't and 
it hiccuped a couple times and it was frustrating when it happened, but it wasn't, you know, especially since they let us know up front and gave us a choice and also gave us the tickets. I was like, eh, it's not that bad. Yeah. Um, and, 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 it, and, it, and it didn't detract from the enjoyment of the film either. And really for the majority of the movie, it didn't do it. It was like at the beginning, like within like the first 20 minutes, it did it. Yeah. It did. Then it stopped. And then like the last 20 minutes is when it picked up a little bit again. Yeah. And there was a part in the middle too that like, and it was like kind of like right when they were saying something like real important. <laughs> yes. I was but, like, uh, but, but because of that, uh, we got two free passes to the BMD theater and they, they are the only theater that I'm aware of in Tulsa that, uh, has the four, the MX 4D. Yeah, well, yeah, well, that's their their brand. So MX4D is is that specific theater. We do have more. I don't know. I know. Well, we have the new Synergy Theater, which has motion seats, where the movies eight used to be. Well, and Cinemark has Cinemark the D box, but I think B and B is the only one that has the additional. Oh yeah, immersive stuff like the lights and yeah. the, the sounds and, okay. the, and you know. So we decided to go. So here was the thing. The tickets they gave us or the vouchers they gave us said good for one free movie. It didn't say any kind of limitation on if it was an IMAX, uh, an MX4D, uh, anything like that. It didn't have any cash value to it. It was just good for one admittance. Basically, say admit one, I think is literally the terminology. It's like admit one free. And so we're like, well, <laughs> we we a couple things we've wanted to try the 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 MX four the MX four D, and mm-hmm. we were waiting for a movie that we knew we could go into and and not have to be like one that we're wanting to really, yeah, we we want wanted the right to. the right film, and John mm-hmm. Wick seemed like the right film, and the way that they do it, I think I think they just do it with the the big movie of that weekend, yeah. Um, and so it's really a once, well, probably for the rest of the week, but our only opportunity was the weekend. Um, and so after that, it was going to become, um, the Disney genie movie, Aladdin. Uh, Aladdin. So I was like, I don't really want to go see that. I want to see John Wick. So if I'm going to do MX 4D, John Wick seems like the better choice between. Yeah. And we'll we'll say what MX 4D means in in a minute. Um, but uh, the thing is, is MX4D, at least at B&B theaters, it's like $18. If you Closer go like 20, I think. Yeah, it's, it's, <clears throat> it ranges, depends on what time you go, but it's almost 20 bucks a ticket. Yeah. And that's a big chunk of change to drop on a movie and especially something you're, you've never experienced before. So we were like, let's see if this works. <laughs> and it did. Thankfully, it did. So we saw Shazam the night before, and then we went back out and saw John Wick in MX4D. So what is MX4D? Well, let me tell you. <laughs> uh, MX stands for motion effects, and the 4D, I think, just represents, you know, there, there's 3D where the image... Comes out, out of the screen. This one, the 4D refers to they incorporate additional elements within the theater. So there's uh, strobe lights, strobe there's lights, water, water, air, smells, 
and motion <clears throat> and motion. So basically, you're in a chair that's grouped. You know, the chairs are grouped in, in groups of was it four? It was, at this th- particular theater, there were sets of four. Yeah. Four, and those four chairs are all on the same platform. Yeah, and so the whole theater is, fil- is filled with these four set of chairs that are all on their own individual. Uh, platforms that it's like a hydraulic system that lifts you up tilts you rolls you and all that all that kind of stuff it would spray water it would have uh, air jets blow you Um, i think if you're watching a movie that includes snow the theater snows oh wow um, I did not know that. There's fog. There, so, so you know, you won't necessarily experience all the aspects that they can throw in there. Yeah. Um, but, they, yeah, it's, it's crazy some of the things that they can do. So, we went and saw John Wick, an action film that deals with lots of car chases, lots of gunshots, and lots of action and fights. So yeah, had a lot had a lot of stuff in there, and with this MX4D, you feel every punch, <laughs> every getting, kick. You're getting punched in your back, yeah, because in, in your back, in your kidneys, in your legs, in your yeah, because they have things that poke you in the seat itself, yeah. and so like your butt's poked, your back's poked, your legs poked, and and it's kind of. <laughs> It does sound bad, but it, you know, in the context, it was, it was, it was hilarious. <laughs> I was laughing more through this movie just because of, you know, you don't expect what's going to happen. And, you know, just the, the thrill of you're sitting there and all of a sudden you're almost thrown out of your seat. <laughs> yeah. uh, the, the, the chairs, they would lean far forward yeah like i mean you you sometimes had to kind of brace yourself yeah and then yeah i mean you got you got jostled around <laughs> yeah it was it was worse than a roller coaster sometimes it, you know, if, if you're a fan of john wick if you've seen the john wick movies <laughs> the, the entire movie is gunfights and fist fights and so the the, the there's few rests in between but you're con so with the 40 experience you are constantly being thrown back and forth, yeah. forward and backward, it, getting jabs in the back and the it, butt. It and even did it for like the opening studio animation. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it was some kind of like roller coaster animation. Like literally the animation was going up and down on a roller coaster track and our seat went <laughs> back and forth like we were going up and down a track. But like there's there there are many times where, you know, this is hand-to-hand combat. And John Wick gets into lots of situations where he either rolls and throws somebody over his shoulder or he gets thrown. And every time they did that, the seat would cock back (laughs) and then (laughs) right forward as the person or John Wick gets thrown to the ground. And that's the point where, like, (laughs) I feel like I'm about to face playing here. (laughs) But after the first and, like, initial uh, fight... When, when it stopped and you were going to the next, you know, scene of the movie and it was, you know, nothing happening. I, I don't know if we were the only th- people in the theater or not, but we... We were one we of the were few. One of the few, but we were laughing. <laughs> because we're just like, what, in, you know, it was, it was definitely an experience. Yeah. 
but after each scene, when you had like a, a lull, it was just like, I think the only way we could react <laughs> yeah. was with laughing. And, you know, taking a, you just kind of had to take a breath. But on top of this, the, the other thing about this is a very gunfight heavy film. And for every gunfight, gunshot, gunshot, they would flash a strobe light. <laughs> and so we did have to sign a waiver <laughs> before oh, going yeah, into this movie. We, we had to sign a waiver basically saying that, you know, we could get our backs hurt <laughs> or, and they have strobes. So if you have like light sensitivity and stuff like that, yes, as I've told us like seizures. And yeah. Like, so we had to sign <laughs> that away. Um, and you know, rightfully so they've, you know, they've got semi-automatic <laughs> weapons going off. And <laughs> the, the strobe lights are going off just as well. The, the, the one thing, and I think we're both agreed. They, one of the aspects of it is they can enhance what's going on on the screen with smell. Yeah. So the first, the first thing that we experienced was, I think it was supposed to be like burning flesh. Yeah. The care, some character is branded. And so the smell came on, came across and it was just, it wasn't a very pleasant smell. No. So you're just like, Oh, okay. That's, it was, it was a very, fake i mean you could tell it was smoke yes but it was a very synthetic not natural <laughs> uh, version of the smell and it was you know unfortunately it's it's smell and it doesn't go away quickly <laughs> and so we we're just like you know oh, oh. <laughs> and then we're getting back to the movie and then oh god it's still there <laughs> but the thing about it was and every time they used a smell it was, the same it was the same smell. So I think they tried to use it once for, for maybe exhaust, for it, a car, possibly exhaust. I do know there was one point where there were, they had decided to ride camels, yeah, and that, so that smell the, showed the smell, up. <laughs> it's supposed to be the smell of the desert. So yeah, every time they yeah. used it, even though it was a different smell or should have been a different smell on the screen, it was the same smell. So I'm not sure. If we see, I have a few theories on that. One that somebody who, who, because obviously that's something you have to fill. Like it's there's a tank somewhere that has that stuff in it. So either some bratty teenager was like, "I don't give a shit," you know, like poured <laughs> every, the same thing in all of it and didn't really care, or they just have one thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so that that was I think the only thing that we didn't care for was the smell like we could have done without the smell yeah. the strobe light with every single gunshot i was like okay i don't i don't think it was i think it actually wasn't every one but it was a lot of the single ones yeah. there was definitely a lot of them but whenever you know john wick would get a gun and and point it and you know especially when the when it was close to the camera that was yeah that was when it was but i, I it was felt bright. like there was and the the seat would like punch you every time the yeah. gunshot would go off. But the 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 strobe light, especially when it was like rapid fire, that I think pulled me out of the movie because it was like, oh, I you know, I mean it's a it's a quick flash, but you can see the entire theater, so you know it completely took away the the darkness of the atmosphere in the theater. Mm -hmm. uh, so I felt like that was the one thing that I was like I could have done without the strobe light with. The, with the gunfighting but yeah 
And it was kind of nice, though, that, you know, like we said earlier, they have air jets to blow. And I don't know where they came. They, they didn't really blow like in your face or anything. I can't remember where they like hit you, but you could definitely feel the air. And they did it a lot for like car chases, uh, especially when the character was. Um, like on a motorcycle or something where the wind would be going by you. And so it was kind of like, cause it got kind of hot in there mm-hmm. in the theater. And then you're blasted by this jet. It's like, Oh, that feels good. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm supposed to be feeling like I'm riding, uh, a riding a motorcycle. Although they did it when he was on a horse too. And I know you would get some wind, but like it was the same force <laughs> as a motorcycle, but you know, I'll, I'll I'll give him a break on that, yeah. um, but but it was like oh, it feels good. <laughs> it's kind of a, that it didn't take me out, but it was, it was a distraction in, in a good way, sort of because I I wanted to have that feeling. I think the only other one, got warm. the only other one that I guess kind of threw me off was the the water. Yeah, the at one point two characters fell in a pool. And <laughs> And all of a sudden, I get shot in the face. My, my entire face <laughs> was covered in water. So it, was, it wasn't It was like, a, oh, that was kind of cool. That really brought me. It was like, a, oh, God. <laughs> now I'm yeah. wet. And I'm like wiping my face off while being <laughs> jostled around. <laughs> yeah. I, I, my water just must not have worked because I, I don't remember getting wet. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it was like straight. I in do, the face. I do remember you saying, "Oh, water!" Geez. You know, it's like really. It's like, yeah. It's like, okay. <laughs> you know, now that you're saying that, it kind of makes me wonder, like, what's the health rating or whatever of like the <laughs> the water jets and. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, <laughs> like, that's the thing is, I don't like, know where I, is this water coming. Like, <laughs> you know, I, I didn't take the time to like inspect the chair to see, you know, like where's the nozzle that shoots the water yeah. in here. Yeah. Where, it didn't so I don't have, know. It didn't. It wasn't obvious. Like it just looked like a chair. Yeah, that, that's what the MX Four D is. It's a full motion experience. Whether it's good or bad, we'll get into that later. But it definitely immerses you in the film, unlike any way I've been. I don't know if you remember our uh, what trip was that? I think it was one of our Six Flags trips. We went and saw that the right stuff. <laughs> It was, do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. So yeah, it was an IMAX film about three minutes long, five minutes long or something. And the, and the seats would tip and lean forward and back. And it was supposed to be a point of view of like a fighter jet. Yeah. And, and that was okay at the time, but that was when I was like 12 years old. <laughs> well, that's what I like. That's what I liken this to. It's, it's a longer version of like a Universal Studios ride. Yeah. Because like when we went to Universal Studios, you went to the rides that all had that because it was like, hey, come here because we're going to we're going to spray you with water. So it, it to me, I was just like, it, it's they, they're now taking what the Universal Studios, what they they do kind of in a short special presentation. Yeah. And they're now adding it to full length movies, kind of like, you know, IMAX used to be 30 minute max type movies. Mm-hmm. Now they're f- and like now f- it's full blown full length yeah. uh, films. So I think that's where the 4d is. It's now coming out of specialty places where it's like a novelty mm-hmm. and now it's becoming, they're trying to incorporate it more mainstream. Yeah. I remember now that you mentioned that, I remember the, uh, 
there there are two rides that we went on that I can remember. They weren't rides, but they were they were sit down and experience something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you want to call that. But there was the alien one. <laughs> not alien the movie, just dealt with aliens where they were transporting or teleporting an alien into a chamber and we were a te- we were there to witness the first test <laughs> it breaks out of the chamber and it, and it breaks and the lights go out and our she- our seats shook like the creature jumped on the back and then got breath. It, it licked our back or the back of our neck and that was a spray of water or whatever uh but I, the one the big one that i remember was, <laughs> was the terminator experience <laughs> it's the d1 million um <laughs> but yeah the on the so first off it's a 3d experience so you're watching 3d movie basically and so they were th- they showed a movie and had actors portraying what was going on on screen at the same time and they, i think it had you know all the main characters from t2 right the, when they were on like the screen it was the it was actual like, like edward furlong, furlong and arnold schwarzenegger but then and linda hamilton when they would transition from the screen to the actual on stage i think it was lookalikes yeah it was obviously lookalikes there there was at one point where they froze the liquid terminator and then he exploded and we were shot in the face with water at yeah. that point too. So yeah, this is a, definitely a step up from that. So now about the movie, <laughs> <laughs> we got that all out of the way. Let's get to John Wick. When you go to, if you're going to see John Wick three, you've probably seen John Wick, John Wick, and, and John Wick two. Uh, so you you know what you are about to to watch. It's it's action. It's gunfights. It's. I'm just going to be honest. There's not a whole lot to this. <laughs> <laughs> you you're going to see Keanu Reeves kick kick some butt yeah. and have his butt kicked and do it in very creative ways and it's extremely entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know I don't understand why because the second one he it did I didn't feel like it, he was a quiet character but this one like i feel like keanu reeves didn't say anything <laughs> at all in this movie and then when he does talk it was like literally three word sentences like i need to go well, i guess that was four words <laughs> but you know you know what i mean it was like real quick and then he didn't have any monologues no monologues in like like movie. in the second one the the like the whole thing about the first and second one was that he's he's a retired hitman, and that he like the first one is like I'm not I'm not back in the game I'm just finishing something, and then the second one, they're like hitting him up and hitting him up and he's finally like, you keep asking if I'm back, you keep asking this but then he goes off is like yeah I think I'm back and then he kicks him butt. This one like the only thing I remember him saying is like guns. Lots of guns. That's just because it's from the Matrix, and it's from the Matrix. <laughs> I was when he said that, I was like, "Really? <laughs> oh, you saw that in the trailer? Oh, we did. I, I, I think you, I think it was. I, I maybe guess it I guess I didn't see that specific trailer, but <sighs> yeah. Anyways, so I mean, but it's it's John Wick. <laughs> <laughs> like you're not really asking for a whole lot. No, it's it's. I thoroughly enjoy them, 
And I think part of it is the... I enjoy how they put together the fight sequences. Yeah. I'm not the type that could come up with with that type of stuff but the they're very stunt heavy and the you know like when you think of an action movie like the expendables that's the first one that you know the action in that is there's they're shooting at people or there's car chases and when they are shooting at people it's from a distance it's not like close quarters and and they do have some fist fights obviously in that yeah but there's you know, it's pretty much kind of your standard fist fights and whatnot. The John Wick movies, even the gunfights, are close quarters. You know, it's not from a distance. There's no snipers. You know, it's it's up close, personal, and they go on forever. forever. <laughs> yeah. You know. The, the whole thing is basically, it's, it's almost like the original gun in 60 seconds. You know, it's just one big, uh, not the, not the, uh, not uh, Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage version, the, the original. The Halicki. I didn't remember his name. <laughs> don't you own the uh, movie? I think I used to own the DVD, but I okay. don't think I do anymore. Okay. But anyways, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a remake if you didn't know that. But that, the thing about that movie was it's, it's climax is a 40 minute car chase. Car chase. And that's what it is. It's a car chase for 40 minutes. And it's amazing that they were able to. <laughs> able to do that uh that's what john wick is it's a 40 minute car chase <laughs> it's just constant a couple scenes here and there of him like talking with people but you know as i mentioned he only says really short bursts of words so this one the problem i had with this one was it so the the basic plot of this whole thing or the 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 the, the world i guess that they live in is that there's an underground society of assassins and they all know who each other are and they all have various places that they can go that like there's a hotel that once you pass beyond the doors it's a safe zone it's a safe zone business does not transact on that on that ground and so you can go there you can recoup you can do whatever you need to do to get better and or if you just need a break, but then once you step out the door, all all's all's fair and love and war. I say you can, you can be in that hotel, and if if you have somebody after you, they could be in that hotel too. But the idea is you don't have to worry about them coming after you. Yeah. While you're inside. Correct. So the first two movies reveal that there are like you know people in the shadows and all that stuff that are part of this secret society, like the early. Maybe not that they're assassins, but they they know of the world. And then this one, I felt like literally every person was in the know, like a homeless guy on the street, librarians. So the the plot of this film is in the second film, he went to that hotel where it's all supposed to be safe zone and he kills somebody. He broke the rules. And so now he is target number one for this entire secret society. So while he's running, literally everybody is turning around looking at him. And so that that's why I was like, okay, if everybody if everybody's an assassin, then where are the normal people and why is it secret? <laughs> and well, so and, and wasn't there was this movie where at one point the Ian McShane character is talking with him and they're like in a public place. It's like some kind of square and he like says something and Every single person in the square stops. 
I can't. I don't remember. And it was basically him showing how much uh, influence he had as he he had populated this whole outside public area with so kind of like what you said. It's like how do you go on the run? Yeah, when everybody apparently is part of this secret society. Yeah. And then my other thing is like, if everybody's part of the secret society, then who's assassinating who? <laughs> like if everybody knows like that the person next to them is an assassin, then I wouldn't, I don't know. It's like who, who's, who's targeting who? Like, I don't know. It just kind of, I felt like it was getting a little ridiculous with its abundance of secret members of this assassin league. Well, I don't, I don't know if they're all like part of a league, but they all, it's like they're all in the same gym. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like when, when they, when they, uh, excommunicate him from the league or whatever, Yeah, you know, they send out that message and, and yeah, they just go down the street, people walking their dogs or playing yeah. Frisbee or, you know, going for a swim, you know, the, the person walking their dog pulls out their phones like, Oh, the yeah. person that's playing Frisbee stops and looks at his phone. And yeah. the person that's swimming like comes out from a lap and his phone's <laughs> by the pool. He looks at his phone. So yeah, yeah I, 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 yeah. It, it, I, it I don't was know like, I, like literally everybody was part of this group and at least on the same text chain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I guess that uh, I hadn't, um, that hadn't processed before until you just <laughs> said that, but I'm like, now I'm like, well, yeah, that's true. Everybody. So there's, you know, like, if you're on the run, or, or like I said, even if you're not running, you you're sitting down on a bench in a park. <laughs> the guy next to you, you're like, <laughs> you could. <laughs> he's part of the same group as me. Hey, <laughs> yeah. So this is an action movie dealing with assassins in a secret society or a secret underground world. Is it too violent? <laughs> I don't think so. For me personally, I mean, I think to some it, it is. Uh, I'm not gonna say that it's not violent. Because uh, it it is <laughs> yes, uh, but to me, my opinion, it's not something that I find like oh my gosh. Now, am I gonna let my kids watch this? <laughs> no, because <laughs> they're too young. But uh, you know, it, it knows who its audience is. Yeah, you know, it's this is one of those movies where you I think you like them or you don't. Yeah, you know, there's not really a, a middle ground to. I kind of like to know that's. <laughs> Yeah. You like it or you don't, I think. Yeah, I think this one obviously was violent. There are many scenes where we were like, oh, geez. <laughs> but I feel like I kind of got bothered with the first one. And I, I really I haven't been able to pinpoint why. But the there were a lot of headshots in the first one. Yes. Where, you know, obviously, if you're a person trained to kill somebody, you're going to want to kill them as fast as possible. Make sure they don't get back up. Best way to do that. Shoot somebody in the head, but they showed it. I think that was the thing. Like there's, there's, it still kind of haunts me. There's a scene where he comes into a nightclub and he like pushes a guy up against the wall and like right up against his head, just shoots him twice in the head. And like, you see some Im impact or whatever, and it wasn't like grotesque or it wasn't gory. Like you don't see brains and you don't see a whole lot of blood, but you did see a couple holes go in the head. And I think it was just more the, the concept, just like how quick it was. Just like <laughs> you're there and all of a sudden two, two shots in the head and you're done. Like I, 
I think that was what more bothered me. And so I was a little kind of like, ugh, for the first one. The second one, I don't remember. There's the pencil scene. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it, there wasn't anything that really stood out as like extremely violent. And this one, I mean, obviously it's violent. But, you know, if you're an adult, you can handle it. <laughs> <laughs> My big question, though, John Leguizamo, he was in the first one. He was in the second one. And he, I think even in the second one, he was... He dropped off his car. He was because it all got beat up, and he dropped it off with John Leguizamo, and he was supposed to fix it. So I don't know what happened to him. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know why he wasn't mm-hmm. utilized. I mean, it, it, it's not necessarily a character that, that has to be in it by any means, but no. But I mean, it's it's not it. It was John Leguizamo, so it's like a somewhat of a. He's not like Tom Cruise, but he's a known actor. Mm. So I felt I felt like if they weren't gonna really rely on him they would have hired somebody less but but that's just kind of a a weird side note i unfortunately haven't been able to see or read anything as to why he didn't reprise his role i don't know if he was just not available or he decided busy prepping super mario brothers 2 (laughs) i'm just kidding he did play Luigi. (laughs) one thing i did like about this was that uh, that kind of made it stand out from the others was they portrayed a character to be like John Wick's equal. And that was Mark. Oh my gosh. How do you say his last name? DeCascos? DeCascos. Mark DeCascos. He's an actor that you, you would have seen him here or there. He shows up in a lot of things. He's in Hawaii. Um, The new Hawaii Five-O series. He was in Brotherhood of the Wolf or Le Pac de Lou. Okay, that's where I've seen him from. Uh, which I think was probably the, one of the roles that kind of brought him to prominence because of his um, martial arts. And that was a, that's a French film, right? Yes. Yeah. So he, he's been in things here and there. He was on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I did not know that. Anyways, he was like a sushi chef as his cover. And then he was tasked by this secret government agency within the secret <laughs> <laughs> order to because he was excommunicated john wick to go find him and he drops what he's doing and he goes after him and he's he's ruthless and 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 kind of makes you think okay maybe maybe he's gonna maybe he's gonna take take him out i don't know maybe he'll get the upper hand on, yeah. on old john wick yeah um i yeah I, I i liked his character and and the way that they did use him as a, it wasn't just uh, somebody going after him. It was somebody that you felt could yeah. possibly pull off the task that they've been given of, of yeah. uh, taking out John Wick. Because because technically everybody's after him. Yeah. And so like you know he, he'll be in a library or something, and some random guy out of nowhere decides to attack him with a book or <laughs> something like that. So you would have random people show up and try to try to deal with them, but they just weren't doing anything. Uh, successful. He, he never felt that he was threatened. But but the sushi guy, he was he was who you were waiting you were waiting for that moment when they when they met up and they met up a couple times. They they went to that hotel mm-hmm. and he, he sat right right next to him on the couch <laughs> or something like that, like uncomfortably close on the couch. Uh, one cool thing about it though was, like I said, they went back to the hotel and kind of a character that's just been kind of. In the background, you see him here and there, was the concierge of the hotel. And he's just, you know, very proper. Like, what would you like, John Wick? Would you like me to get you a room? Would you need this? Do you need that? Let me 
let me do this for you. Yes, sir. You know, like that kind of stuff. He joined in on the fight. Cause which again, everybody's <laughs> in on it. Yeah. yeah. Everybody, everybody's in on it. And he, he, he decided to defend John Wick cause they're friends and, and as well as uh, Ian McShane's character who owns the hotel. Well, um, and I, I think he got more involved more so when the Ian McShane character put himself on the line Yeah, for John Wick. And now John Wick wasn't the only one that this company was after. Yeah. It was now they're after John Wick, uh, Ian McShane's character. And, and then that's when the, and the it, was, it was, it was more, it, it wasn't necessarily that he was defending John Wick it was more that he was also kind of protecting the hotel. Yeah. So there's a little bit more to it, but, um, Halle Berry's in this one as well. Um, I think she was a nice addition to the roster. I, I was, uh, <laughs> And they, I, they I was did, hesitant. They, yeah. I'm not a huge. I'm not the biggest Halle Berry supporter yeah. she, or she, fan. She but. can be good in, in in places, but yeah, and and it wasn't just adding another person with another gun. They they did something uh, unique with this one, which she had dogs. And you've probably, to my knowledge, I, I don't know any other action film, assassin film that has used dogs like they did in this yeah these were attack dogs and whether they were you know i, I don't know if they were if any point of the the dog scenes were cgi or not well, i'm sure for like the real intense action um, but they the they use the dogs to take down people mm-hmm. uh, they would attack people and it was again with, with the john wick movies you're not just having a fist fight it's a choreographed masterpiece yeah <laughs> it's you know it's it it's it's a long fight well the dogs were used in the same vein mm-hmm. and you know it wasn't just sick em boy and they ran and, and attacked it was they were jumping over things and running up hills and jumping off of and yeah. you know it was very intricate the way that the dogs were used yeah and and th- they did a pretty good job of making it look pretty realistic with with like how those dogs would be because I've seen, I, I work in news and I've had to edit stuff a lot for police dogs and things like that. You know, when the, when the police department gets a new police dog or something like that. Uh, and I've seen some video of them training and how the trainer and the dog will enter into a, a tense situation. And what, what they do is the dog will stand in between the trainer's legs and they'll walk, they'll like the trainer will move and the dog will just follow, but it will stay in between the legs and like they'll even kneel, like the trainer will kneel down, but they'll make sure there's enough room for the dog, and and all that stuff, and it just stays there until they they click or they whistle or something, and that's the dog's signal to go. And there were a couple moments where I think the dog was in in between Halle Berry's legs uh, as she was you know maneuvering through the complex that they were at and stuff like that. So I, I was really impressed that they they actually made it seem like she had well-trained attack dogs and so one thing that comes to mind with this film is is john wick an original or maybe not original but uh, is it doing its own thing or is it copying something else or is john wick being copied a few films come to mind it's it's hard to say but you know as of recently um charlie theron was in atomic blonde mm-hmm. uh, which was you know maybe Maybe doesn't entail the the hotel safe zone storyline, but it's yeah. she's an assassin. The Equalizer movies with Denzel, Denzel Washington, 
obviously not on as a grand a scale, you know, he's like a one man army type, but mm-hmm. you know, he, he goes after people and it can be violent. Deadpool, I think more along the lines of like the, the, um, the violence. Violence. Yeah. Um, I didn't see this one, but the movie that, uh, was recently in theaters, Anna or Anna, I'm not sure. Uh, but it's, uh, was this that one where we just like all of a sudden saw a trailer <laughs> yes. for it and it was like out that day? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but it, but judging from the, the director behind that, Luke Besson, uh, his films fall into the John Wick genre, I think. Yeah. So going back to John Wick, is John Wick copying what's come before, or is it the one that kind of, did it did it kind of bring these movies back to maybe a little bit more of a prominence and are people copying John Wick? Yeah. I think people are copying John Wick because Deadpool, it did its own thing. I mean, it was violent, but, you know, it has the whole, uh, you know, breaking the fourth wall aspect to it. And it's a superhero film. And I didn't feel like it had as high of a body count. <laughs> Probably not. And the, I haven't seen any of the Equalizer films. I've wanted to, but I, I just haven't. And I, I never saw Atomic Blonde just because I, I mean, it looked interesting, but I wasn't like, I have to see that film. Mm. I do know, though, that Shirley's Theron and Keanu Reeves, they're friends and they train together with, at the same place with the same people for these roles for, the, for Atomic Blonde and John Wick. So I don't know. But, but I don't know. I, I can't remember if Atomic Blonde came out closer to John Wick 2 or if it came out closer to John Wick 1. So, yeah, I'm not sure. I um, don't know. Well, as far as like the Deadpool, I, I, uh, I'd have to look it up and see. But I know there's a director. And I, I don't know if it was he did Deadpool and then came over to John Wick or if it was vice versa. He was John Wick. Then went over to Deadpool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. It was at. Um, I think it was Deadpool two. Yeah. Uh, because they said that in the in the opening t- credits <laughs> to, to like in one of the writers of John Wick yeah. or something, you know, something like that. Uh, so I, I I think you know is, is John Wick the first assassin movie to come out? No. There's been several before that. Like I said, the the movie uh, Anna or Anna. The, the director behind that, he he did Leon the Professional. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did Lucy. Wasn't an oh, assassin, yeah, but Lucy. What, but I never uh, saw that one either. She went action-y and, and was able to, you know, she do got things. like heightened abilities yeah. and didn't and, do nice things with <laughs> No. <laughs> uh, you know, so like he obviously has done films before John Wick. So I don't know. I, I think I think John Wick, when it came out, was it gonna, was it supposed to be as popular as it was? I don't yeah, think I don't, so. I don't think it was supposed to. It was just a quick. But I think when it was, I think some other movies might have jumped on to let's let's be a little bit more like John Wick, mm-hmm. uh, which is unfortunately that happens. You know, a movie does something and it turns out to be popular and it's what nobody else is doing. Everybody else is like, well, let's start doing it. Yeah, and and I I believe there were there was talk that they. The they might uh, people are wanting the atomic blonde to cross paths with John Wick oh. and maybe you know and do something that everybody else is doing create the the, the shared, shared universe, universe you know yeah. but yeah so I think it's I think it's probably a little bit of both it's it's you know it's it's doing what's come before but it kind of tried to do its own thing to stand apart 
And because it was successful in what it did to kind of set itself apart from what's come before, we're now getting, you know, obviously John Wick 2 and John Wick 3, like you said, sometimes you, you've so, seen so, it because yeah. you saw John Wick 1. When, when you go but see, it's different. When you go see the sequel to a movie, you, you, you don't necessarily want the same movie again. Yeah. But, with but John, you want with, a little bit of it, though. That, that's John, what you want to with, see. Yeah. But with the John Wick movies, I think they've found a formula. They're sticking with it. And I'm enjoying it so far. I'm not like, oh, I'm so tired of just to, because, you know, but, but you go into John Wick movie knowing exactly what you're going to get. Exactly. So uh, we haven't said this in a while, but our rating system, the way we do stuff is we rate it based off a number of tickets. So we have one ticket for, we glad we saw it, but we're not going to see it again Two for, we want to see it again. Um, and we loved it and zero tickets for, we want our money back. And so it's kind of a, it's a shorter rating system. You can't have like five stars to have like three. Well, it's okay. Or two, you know, whatever, but uh, it's a little more direct. And I think I'm going to have to rate this one a one ticket. I'm definitely glad I saw it. I I definitely enjoyed it. It's, you know, you go into it expecting what, you know what you're going to get. And I'm glad I saw it. I'm not rushing to go see it again. And, you know, if it's on TV or something, I'll probably watch it then. And, you know, when John Wick 4, if it comes out, because they definitely left it open. It's not if, it's when. Uh, it got greenlit, I think, like two weeks after. Yeah, so I, I'll be sure to see that one because I'm I'm enjoying the, the storyline, but I'm not necessarily dying to go see, see the film again. <laughs> I think our goal on this needs to be, let's find more movies that Philip doesn't give two <laughs> tickets to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I think I gave one to Aquaman, but I enjoy the John Wick series. I give this one two tickets as well. If if we were to ever review the first two, I'd give them two tickets. I I, I enjoy the the action. I I enjoy that it's you know it's it's there's more to their action than just straight up action. Like I said, the the gun fighting and the the fist fighting and the knife fights are all choreographed like a dance and are very well put together. Yes. So I, th- I think it, it, it has something fun that I that to offer and I'm I'm a fan of Keanu Reeves. I like his stuff. I, I'm I'm a huge fan of Keanu Reeves. I, I I definitely like following his career and you know, if if Keanu Reeves says he's gonna be in something I'm I'm more intrigued by it, even if it's, you know, not the greatest sounding greatest sounding thing. I, I know he's not necessarily the best actor in all things, but he has found a niche I don't know how you pronounce that word. Niche, niche, niche whatever. Yeah. He he always picks unique projects. Typically, kind of goes sci-fi for the most part, but occasionally he'll do a down-to-earth movie. Um, he did a cop movie a few years ago. I've been wanting to check out, but I can't. I don't remember what the name of it is, and I never saw it. Um, and of course, you know, John Wick obviously doesn't have any science fiction element to it, but you know, it's it's definitely a, a genre film the the next big film for him that i'm looking forward to is bill and ted, <laughs> bill and ted face the music yes so it is happening i, I can't believe it it was one of those things where they kept saying like yeah we're, we're talking about it we're talking and, and now there's pictures of them on set that keep announcing like new cast members coming yeah. to the movie i i did want to talk about mx4d 
One more time. Almost sounds like your MST3K. <laughs> MST, no, MX4D. We know we're running a little bit long, but we'll, we'll wrap it up. So the big question is, is MX4D worth it? And I think it, it depends. This The motion is nonstop. Literally, like I said, starting with the opening animation of the film production company, it started. And I'm surprised it didn't like tick every time a name popped up at the end of the credits or something. But that that's when it didn't do anything. Was there an end credits to you on this one? I can't remember. Um, anyways, I don't anyways, remember. So yeah, once the credits started rolling, it didn't do anything then. The, the smells were not good. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I don't know if it was just this one time or if it's regular, but we could have done without that. I agree with the smells. Like I said, I don't know if if we experienced what that should have been or or what, but it wasn't like I don't felt it enhanced anything. It was just like a oh, that's just gross. <laughs> it's gross. And then and I I think it it depends on what you're seeing. Yeah. Well, when the, when the when the Guys at the, the counter said that <laughs> Avengers Endgame, the three hour plus was, movie, was in that. I was like, I, I would not have enjoyed that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I would have been able to do that. Mainly because you know we were laughing the whole time when this was going on because it was so ridiculous that we're being jostled around <laughs> yeah. that it kind of takes you out of the movie. And but you know, like I said, we went and saw John Wick. He, it, it's him fighting. There's not much more to the plot <laughs> you yeah. know and so o- john wick is an over to the top movie and the over the top system that they had in place jostling around added to it but yeah, yeah. we I, I think if we'd seen avengers endgame it would have been more of like a like it, it would have been a distraction because much more of a distraction for at least for us we we want to see the plot and the characters and and you know, that kind of stuff develop. And so if we're being jostled around every time Thanos throws a punch, you know, we'd be laughing, but then we're like, wait, what happened? And if you went and saw like Bridges of Madison County, I don't think this would (laughs) do very well for that. They probably won't put that one in there, but, um, but yeah, I, (laughs) and so Um, if, if you're going to see just a dumb action flick that, all you're wanting to go is for the explosions and maybe it's because it has the rock in it and it's got some one-liners then yes you know i would say yes but if if it's you know like aladdin i'm not you know that was showing next the week after and i was like i don't know if i want to see that or if like a a great steven spielberg action film or something like that i'm not sure if i would yeah go for that and as you mentioned the theater employees said that they uh, went to see Endgame, which is three hours long. Those seats got uncomfortable fast. Yeah, the, the, the seats are not very un- very comfortable. Uh, they don't recline. Yeah, they're kind of like a rigid plastic. They're, they're not the, the plush yeah. chairs that we're, we've kind of gotten used to. They're, yeah, they're, they're a hard plastic chair that, that doesn't move because the platform moves. Yeah, and so my, my butt was going pretty pretty numb by toward the end of it so i was i was ready to be done with the with the experience when the movie was over so you know that's something to consider and then the price tag like it's almost twenty dollars it's you know for me 20 bucks is a lot i I think i think for our experience overall i enjoyed it because of you know it it was it was over the top it was ridiculous but if we had paid twenty dollars for it I don't think I would have because I'm yeah. like, 
it, uh, it was definitely more enjoyable because it was free. Yeah. And, you know, I will say, though, I feel like John Wick 2 was better than this one. And because of the motion seats, I feel like it enhanced my enjoyment of John Wick 3. Whereas if we just saw it in a regular theater, it'd be like, eh, that's nice, you know. <laughs> but this, this like, made me made it more enjoyable for me. But that, that's just my personal opinion. So if you've got $18 or $20, or I think if you go to a matinee, it's 16 <laughs> But, you, you know, if you've got the money to, to fork over, I think it's enjoyable for a one-time thing. Yeah, it's fun to do – at least do it once. Yeah. And, and like I said – Will there be another movie down the line where where I say, you know what? I'm going to go see it in 40. I'm more likely now because I've been through it. Because, mm-hmm. yes, it was. It, it I think it definitely added a, a big degree of enjoyment to this movie. Yeah. Because, you know, we, we, we didn't really know what we were in store for. <laughs> yeah. And... You know, just the fact that we were getting punched and thrown about and sprayed with water. Yeah. Uh, it just, it was, it was, it, it was a, it was a, it was a fun experience. It was an immersive experience. And yeah, definitely go to see it when it's a movie that doesn't have a whole lot to it. And I kind of, yeah, I, I, I do want to say, I almost want to see a horror film with this. <laughs> I don't know what the next big horror film <laughs> is. Scares. Yeah, the jump scares. That's that's. So I, you know, we might we might try this again for like Halloween sixteen. I don't know. Well, they, but, they, well I won't go into that. <laughs> but anyways, what did you think of John Wick three Parabellum? Have you seen an MX four D film or any kind of motion see motion theater? Because there's others out there. MX4D is specifically B&B theaters. Let us know on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, email, anchor.fm. We, we got that, Bob? Bob, Bob, good. All right, thanks. Let us know what you think and tell us if you got a numb butt when you went and saw MX4D. But until next time, we'll see you at the movies. <laughs> and, and don't forget <laughs> to check your ticket stubs. You know what would be a great movie for 4D? A Transformers movie. Yes. 